0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, I want to talk about part one of the seven steps to downsize your life without anyone noticing. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So some of the greatest pushback I get from people uh, when evaluating their finances and, and either having them slow their progress in, in regards to their lifestyle creep or having to reverse or rewind course comes down to the fact that they're concerned about what family or friends or neighbors would think. So I thought it would be interesting to look into this further and come up with a systematic plan to help you uh, rewind the process of, of, you know, lifestyle creep and look at it from a standpoint of how you can uh, get your lifestyle within your means and be able to plan your lifestyle within your means. So when I went through the process of paying off all of my debt over a two-year period, I decided to rip the Band-Aid off. I decided to go down that path as quickly as possible so that I could uh, not have to reverse too far down the road before I could propel forward. And so I decided that that was something that was worth sacrificing at that time, but that, that sacrifice, those sacrifices were noticeable. And I think for Many people who are uh, very involved in their communities and their neighborhoods and, and don't necessarily want to tear the bandaid off per se, uh, you know, they need another option. They need to look at things from a standpoint of how can I be strategic with where I'm at now so that I can uh, reverse course, but not change the things that truly matter the most to me. So for people that want to go through the process of scaling back so that they're living within their means, I encourage uh, them to go through a seven-step process to evaluate what's in their life right now that is not actually adding the value that they originally thought uh, that those things would... Would provide for them, and so what that starts out with, or what that begins with, is step one, which looks at anything related to real estate, and and real estate not from the standard, um, you know, traditional term of 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 a property, but looking at it from a standpoint of real estate in in regards to space, space that things are taking up. And so immediately, my mind goes to: Do you have any spaces like a co-working space uh, that uh, that you don't utilize as much as you thought you would? Do you have any spaces like a pod or a um, or a storage unit that is full of stuff that you just um, you don't even think of? You know, being that it's outside of our mind, maybe it is even seasonal, and uh, and doesn't. Uh, require that space that you originally thought it needed, uh, but also beyond that, it may be something that you have um, in your possession that uh, that you thought you would use more, like an RV. And and looking at it from the standpoint of how can I use that so it's not just sitting there depreciating, but if it is something that adds value in my life, how can I still have it in my life without it necessarily um, costing? As much as it would if I was using it full time, so I look at it from a standpoint of okay, how do I take those things that truly do matter to me, and how do I, um, how ha- how do I put into place a, a a means of of a side hustle per se, so that those things are actually utilized uh, to to create an extra side uh, means of income, and so with that there's other aspects like a pool house, or a frog, which is a front room over garage in the southeast, uh, or a, um, a uh, casita here in the southwest. Um, They're all pretty much the same thing. It's a, it's a, um, it's a space for guests. But how can I turn that into a space that can be um, a side hustle in the sense of a VRBO or an Airbnb uh, that would allow for me to stay in the same home, uh, but maybe make uh, some side income from, uh, from having some of those spaces that are used by other people uh, when I'm not utilizing them, when they're not adding value specifically to me. So, the second step in this process is called selling off, and this I refer to as planes, trains, and automobiles—whatever things that you have, um, you know, you know that that are not necessarily adding value or not usually used on a regular basis, and that could come down to. Uh, quad, a quad or an ATV of some kind. Uh, it could come down to a, uh, a jet ski that you thought you would use more than you did, or a boat sitting at, so, at storage somewhere. It could be an extra vehicle that you, um, that you thought you'd utilize more. And those types of things are an easy win or a quick win in the sense of cleaning them up, polishing them up, and, and not spending any more time, resources, um, or, um, or, or talent in 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 maintaining things that don't actually add value to you. And so you can use a platform like uh, Facebook marketplace or another free platform to clean these things up and sell them and, and, and not spend any more time maintaining uh, those items. And and that can actually bring some great margin into your finances. So the third component I want to focus on is subscriptions, and many people probably look at this like, okay, well, you're probably not going to save a whole lot of money there. Why did you Why did you outline that one? Uh, but I would say that so many people over the last, uh, you know, recent years, I would say at least. Um, have added subscription after subscription, and set it and forgot it. And, and in many cases, there are gym memberships, there are um, subscriptions to uh, TV services, there are, you know, maybe even magazines, who knows. Um, but all kinds of different things related to having food delivered on a schedule to you, or, or having clothing uh, picked out for you, all kinds of things. Uh, from a subscription standpoint, that uh, many people, like I said, said it and they forget it. And and oftentimes you can cut down those areas without even missing whatever it was that was showing up at your door uh, or on your TV and uh, and scaling those down so that you're only paying for those services that you truly value. So the fourth component has to do with food. And many people are, are kind of out of sight, out of mind with this aspect. Um, they may be concerned about the total amount that they pay out for uh, for food and maybe even entertainment. Uh, but, uh, but I think it's important to look at how much you're eating out, uh, how much you are ordering in, especially as uh, services like Uber Eats or um, or other carrier services uh, bring your food to you. Uh, there are so many aspects like that that actually are more expensive than you realize. Uh, after you are getting your McDonald's uh, delivered to your door and paying tip on it, uh, it, it actually can equate to a, uh, I would say a healthier meal. Uh, and, uh, and oftentimes people don't think about how much they're spending on food, how much they're spending on groceries and, uh, and how much they're even spending on aspects that are delivered to them that, uh, that, that they just assume is a need rather than a want. If this information is helpful to you, explore the margin membership where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information.